my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry we can't quite seem to get any kind of rhythm going on the road to a thousand it's just uh, you know we got we, we will keep tackling it but my god we gotta apologise even though like we're up thousands from Cheltenham and we're probably gonna be up for about a decade you know we're sorry we're sorry uh, and <laughs> Another thing I said, ask the price for West Ham to go undefeated. I didn't know they were knackers and we're going to get a red card. Uh, if anything, I thought Newcastle would do that. <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is a world we're living in. And, uh, oh, it's, it's a harsh world. Merciless. Uh, I think a Leipzig were nil all. Uh, that was my pick. Uh, even though they had a penalty at the last minute in the game. And what was your pick, Connor? Valor, what have you got coming? Yeah, Real Madrid nil all, but uh, let's not worry about that. There's more pressing matters going on in the world right now, Sean. Oh God, there is, and there's uproar, uproar about this Super League. What? What can you tell me about the Super League, Valor? All right, so yeah, just twelve clubs: six from England, three from Spain, three from Italy. Forming a little Super League, uh, playing midweek and then playing their main leagues at the weekend uh, so they wouldn't be in like the Champions League and stuff. Uh, not that Arsenal Spurs would have been anyway. But uh, yeah, so what, what's your thoughts on it, Sean? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Uh, let's say, okay, people in Ireland, uh, people in Ireland who support like Man U and Liverpool and don't support an Irish team, like a big reason I would say is hey I want I want to look at Man U and I want to look at Liverpool and all those because the standards better in Irish football it's com- it's much better then why are, if anyone says that's the reason then there's no reason to complain about an even better league where the standards going to be better than the Premier League is right now you should be uh, you should be saying it's brilliant and also it, everyone's saying oh it's taken away from the fans but I don't really have a lot of respect for English fans. I think um, I think it was it during the World Cup that when England lose, uh, domestic violence goes up forty percent, and when England win or draw, it goes up twenty percent. So they get so happy that they're hitting them. You look into an audience of an English football game, <laughs> you're seeing people looking for a fight. I'm gonna say fuck the fans, them fans, anyways. And uh, I would. I would I would say it's wreck and tradition though, and, and uh, stick to to tradition. And I, I I would like to see it stay the same, but you know what? Give it a go, give it a go. Anyways, it's causing a lot of controversy. And you know what? With FIFA and uh, UEFA not letting players who play in that Super League go into a go into any national game for their team, that gives Ireland a chance. Gives my. <sighs> associate I wouldn't even say friend Stephen Kenny a chance okay because <laughs> we don't have anyone on them team and uh, take away from everyone else that take away Ronaldo off Juventus and uh, then Portugal are like they're gonna struggle and I think they have other players who else do they have on that team they have a I'm gonna say Man City Gundogan sorry yeah Gundogan plays for Germany um, Portugal will lose like Joe Felix um Portugal wouldn't be the worst. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, like they'd, they'd lose a couple, but they wouldn't lose anyone mad. Um, but so here's the thing. I, I don't understand how they can say uh, you wouldn't be allowed to play 
for your country. Um, if that happens, like basically every international tournament, it's just going to be France or Germany. Like it, it, it's not going to be competitive at all if they do that. So, if they do that, it's not going to be worth watching like a World Cup or Euros. Um, like what, what, what are you watching for? It's just going to be pure domination. Like. I do recall uh, hearing uh, hear Mick McCarthy say on a panel that the Nations League would make uh, big tournaments l- less competitive because you're letting shy teams in. Like if uh, the Faroe Islands won their three-team group, they get a spot in the Euros, don't they? Yeah, well, that's the short-term view of it. Like The, the idea that it was meant to be like, how are these teams ever going to win if they're always just the bottom seed? So it kind of gives them a chance to get into tournaments. And then in the long term, it's meant to have people in the countries more interested in football. And, you know, um, eventually, long term, the standard will go up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, if you look at Liechtenstein, like, or not Liechtenstein, uh, Luxembourg, uh, as, we, as we know them quite well, uh-huh. uh, it's clearly uh, worked well for them. Um, they've come along a last few years and uh, now they're beating top quality nations <laughs> like who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's play out for you know oh uh, yeah no one comes to mind here. anyways uh, <laughs> but yeah that inspired hope so why wouldn't uh, this inspire hope sure you might not get to the final but we might get to a tournament or two um, yeah, no, it should it would help us get to a tournament I think but uh, like if you think about it the, the bottom of the competition would be a lot more even but at the very high end like if Germany aren't missing any players pretty much um, they'd be missing four or five out of their whole squad maybe um, mm. and the rest are just there um, France would be the same they wouldn't be missing too many so like um, based on their uh, based on their you uh, listeners uh, across the globe, most of them are from Ireland. So I think we should maybe focus on how this affects uh, Irish people. And uh, like, I think a lot more support will happen uh, in the teams of League of Ireland. Do you reckon? Everyone would people ditch Manu and stuff just to pick up like a Bose jersey or something? Um, it could do if they. That depends on how well. Uh, the marketing is done in like the League of Ireland, which is never done well. Uh, it should make people more like more willing to go to League of Ireland matches. Uh, but I think, like, if if people aren't doing it at this stage, then they're probably not gonna. Um, like, the ticket price for a Premier League are already mad. And let's be real, like, if you're getting over to a game, like the the most recent Arsenal games I would have gone to, they're playing the likes of like Wolves and Watford, and you know that's the kind of level that you're going to watch. So it's not like you're going to watch brilliant football over there. So, um, you know, the stuff you see there down Richmond Park, St. Pat's, Miles Bear, uh, top quality stuff, probably the best team I've ever seen in the League of Ireland. And uh, I, I'd say if you talk to a player enough, talk to other players, should I say, enough on the pitch in the League of Ireland, they'd likely talk back at you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not to be fair some of the stuff I've heard <laughs> from the crowds and you know, it's very personal stuff and they don't react at all uh, 
the the one person I did once think might say something back was a uh, I was at the St Pat's against Newcastle friendly and uh, Matt Ritchie was playing like left wing and I was kind of standing right beside the pitch there and uh, he took out some young lad that was playing for Pat's and uh, Crowder shouting at Matt Ritchie and they're there saying like sure he has work in the morning will you leave him alone and all this like <laughs> thought that might have got reaction out of him but no he just uh, just got on with it. Mm. But you know, uh, League of Ireland, you have uh, people who do have work in the morning, and so maybe something bad ha- happened at work or something. They could be tick, you know. <laughs> so it more prone to get a rise out of them. That's a big, big plus. You know, more interaction with the crowds. You definitely wouldn't find that in any other league, uh, especially the Super League. I'd actually, I, I'd encourage for the Super League. And I think they get a lot of support for this if they, you know. All the money's been pushed into there, okay? Everything good's been pushed in. Let them do drugs. Let them do the steroids. I want make it an ultimate league. I want to see, I want to see lads taking shots from 40 yards out. I want to see big slide tackles. I want to see everything. Uh, I think I, it wouldn't be good for the game, but what they're doing right now isn't good for the game anyways. You might as well, you know, if you're going an inch, take a mile. Well, let's let's talk about that then. So, what do you think will be the kind of the pros of doing this? Uh, the things that would be good for the game if they go ahead with it. Uh, what would be good for the game? Uh, I think could make Premier League a bit more competitive. Uh, not that it'd be a, as highly a sought out uh, trophy to win. It would. I don't know. <laughs> Like, what's really good about this? Well, so, are you saying the Premier League be more competitive? Is that assuming that they get kicked out of the Premier League? Yeah. Yeah, that's assuming that they get kicked out. Uh, sure, if you sign up in another league, you can't be playing two leagues. Unless you're playing a summer league, in which case you can't play for your international team. So, you kind of have... Like, how are they planning on playing this during the week? Yeah, so this is basically replacing the Champions League. Oh, that's... That's a lot of shy. I thought they were getting taken out of the league to play this. No, so the idea of this is uh, midweek. Basically, there's two groups of 10, um, which is similar to what the Champions League have actually said that they're going to be doing from like 2024 or something. Uh, it's going to be two groups of 10. Um, and it's something like the top... I think it's like the top six or... Team, seven teams or something like that go straight through to the quarterfinals and there's like a little playoff for the other quarterfinal and then uh, they basically just have a Champions League knockout round um, but it's basically it's going to be like pretty similar to Champions League um, the whole way through the only difference is going to be I suppose that it's uh, um, like it's more competitive supposedly uh, similar quality teams playing like you're not going to have to watch Man City play like Dynamo Kiev or something, you know? Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 how how are they able to do that when weren't Ajax in the final not so long ago? Yeah, the semi-final, but uh, Ajax aren't, uh, they're not worth enough. They're not a big moneymaker. But, like, that's cancelling out a lot of teams that would have had a real razz at it. Like, I, I I don't support this. <laughs> that's, that's so basically the reason that you were kind of a bit hyped about this because you didn't have a clue what it was. I was hyped about it because I thought they're the best teams were getting dragged out of the league, <laughs> and they're making their own league, which was why I thought it was called the Super League, and they're just like 
going to be playing abroad the whole time. Obviously I not. Think, I think long term, that's secretly their aim. But at the moment, they're trying to pretend that it's kind of just there. It's their replacement for the European League, but they each still play in their own domestic leagues. Uh, funnily enough, I'd, I'd support their big plan then, but this is a this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so the, the talk is that uh, a lot of the kind of people involved in this are American owners, and uh, basically they're trying to come up with like a more of a franchise, uh, Americanized league where you don't get relegated and stuff like that. Uh, you're guaranteed your place. Um, a bit more like the NFL and the NBA, and um, even the MLS. So that's, I think, the long-term aim that they're looking at. Um, so do they want draft picks? Well, no, I don't think that wouldn't really work because, like, where are you drafting these people from, you know? But then, what gives you the incentive uh, if you're at the bottom at all to play another game? Uh, money, purely just money, like. That's bollocks. You, got, you don't want to be kicked out of the league. That's what it is. Okay. But I thought you can't be kicked out of the league. Well, I reckon, like, if you're just a whipping boy every year, I think they'd be more willing to... Basically, it's like the, the 12 teams that have said that they'll be involved. I, I don't think there'd be scope for them to be kicked out. But they're going to invite three more teams in, uh, for the first season. And then they'd be supposedly permanent. And then five teams every year are kind of... Uh, Chosen year to year. In fairness, if you did get a ticket to one of them games, you're more than likely guaranteed a really good match. No, what am I saying? If you have like Manu up against Liverpool, I think I said this point when Manu up against Chelsea, who again are in that league, like it's almost a guaranteed nil all. <laughs> like whenever they play against each other, whenever them top teams in the Premier League play against each other, it usually isn't a great game unless Man City is involved or a Liverpool that uh, are in form. Yeah, that's to be fair, that's true, and that's that's my kind of main. Uh, well, just thinking of in terms of the matches, I've obviously other reasons why I'm not sure if I'm for or not. But uh, you you wouldn't be guaranteed of uh, thrilling matches around. But like I think the main reason that games can be born like that is because teams are desperate to get top four they have to get European football because they need the money whereas with this they're guaranteed the money regardless so when they're in this competition I think they like yeah they're not going to just go all out you know try win a game 6-5 or whatever but they'd be more likely to try and win a game uh, because every game is going to be competitive you can't look at and say like alright we'll draw against Liverpool but we're going to beat Burnley then next week you know you have to pick up wins somewhere so it's literally the rich getting richer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, almost, it's It actually reminded me of when you were saying before that in football manager, you were the Pats manager and you built up everything so much that you had to win the Champions League every year or something like that. Um, I had to pretty much, yeah. Um, the, like the wages and all that being it, you pretty much had to get at least to the Champions League group stage every year just to survive to be fair though you do that model and eventually you're selling players for like 50 million so it doesn't matter about the Champions League so that's what these lads are going to the level above the Champions League <laughs> I think I think uh, because you know it's a money hungry world and uh, I'm almost finished champagne football I think it's time for John to come back in <laughs> you know what to do he'd probably get he'd get a sporting fingal in there or something he'd 
he'd make a super team. <laughs> he'd try to get it in there. All you need is one, and you get that sweet, sweet 3.5 billion. Um, all right, well, I did a little list of like the, the possible kind of pros of this, right? So just kind of get quick reactions off, you, off them, all right? So the first one we're kind of saying about there, like there's a potential that the matches could be absolutely top quality. What do you think of that? Could be absolutely top quality. Uh, I would say false. false. Uh, actually, no, you're right because there is potential, but false that is guaranteed. Like guaranteed, like there's probably a a fifty percent chance that you're <laughs> going to get a deadly game. Uh, especially, especially if the league is already sewn up pretty much. Uh, halfway through like the way Man City are in uh, the Premier League if you're just fighting at the bottom with nothing to fight for uh, especially for players if you just, motivation and money doesn't really affect them too much because they're loaded already but no no you're going to get majority shite games next okay next more competitive uh, domestic cup so the chances are I reckon if these teams are allowed to do this uh, they wouldn't be allowed to participate in their own domestic cups anymore. Uh, I don't think they could fit all their matches in or whatever. Um, so, there'd be a good chance of the cups, like, you, ha- you won't have a clue who's going to win the cup each year. What do you think of that? I, I would argue if, like, the first one come to mind is the FA Cup. Uh, FA Cup is... I'd nearly take Premier League teams out of the FA Cup because it's far more fun watching like bog standard teams play. Where uh, <laughs> they're literally, it's like they're fighting for their lives. And Premier League teams kind of take that fun away from it. Um, championship, you still get that at uh, the odd time, and unless like you're going in between regulate relegation and promotion the whole time. But um, no, I'd say it's nearly as competitive as it can get. Take away like the League Cup. League Cup's just a uh, there for show. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there's a cup you need to look up. Uh, I think it's called the Papa John's Trophy now. Okay, you need to look that up after this show. Um, Papa John's Trophy. Yeah, it's basically it's, it's a cup trophy in England, but it's only for like League One and below or something. So it's all the rubbish teams. So that's that sounds exactly like what you're looking for here. Well, yeah, but once it has to be on TV, like I'm not just gonna start live streaming this on like some camera that was used in the seventies, and you can't even make anyone out. I need to be able to gamble on it. That's very important. You can also gamble on it. <laughs> I need to. Like, I, I need, I need to see. Like, you get such a, iconic moments from uh, lower standard teams. Uh, playing against like Premier League teams remember that goalkeeper was like 42 and he was caught eating a pie on the bench you know like you don't get that you don't get that normalisation from Premier League teams uh, you need the bog standard stuff even in Gaelic like uh, it's way more fun watching uh, like some Carlo v Longford game where they can barely kick the ball and they're falling over and like no no distant those two examples I just picked them out of the air because you haven't won a lot of games um, but uh, yeah, like I think you need that side of things. <laughs> Not everything has to be the best of the best. Okay. Mm. Um, all right. Well, you're hitting me with a few negatives, so I'll go to the negatives that I want to throw at you. Okay. Yeah. So um, obviously, there's a good chance this is going to make the domestic leagues a lot less competitive. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, I agree. And um, I agree with that 
because I think I answered that just there, didn't I? Like the opposite. Yeah, you did, but uh, I needed you to agree with my statements. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to catch me out. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want me to go, oh, no, no, that's another shiny again. <laughs> Uh, and then the, the big thing that a lot of people are talking about is the the English football pyramid. So basically all the lower league teams are going to be hit hard by this. Uh, there'll be a lot less like TV money and stuff. And uh, that is that usually all trickles down. And uh, all the rubbish teams in like League 2 and all, uh, this would destroy them. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah, that is... Uh that is a sorry sight. I'm sure a lot of uh, teams benefit massively of like world star players going to play in Burnley or something. Uh, and I, th- I don't know. I think, see, bad times make good people valid, right? And this is bad times. <laughs> and good people are probably going to double down on their club and say, oh, they'd never do that to us. I'm going to go, I'm going to get a season ticket for next year. You know, who needs. Who needs Manu? Who needs Man City? Like I, this is my club, and they feel I. I'm completely against this mindset, by the way. And this, this is my club. They'd do anything for me, so I'm gonna do anything for them. And you know, once I'm done drinking Stella and hitting my kids, I'm gonna go get a season ticket. Uh, so I, I, uh, yeah, I think they're they they will be. They will be more financially drained, but I'll be all right because because of the fans, mate. Because of the fans, it's the best in the world. <laughs> uh, so, you, if you were a Man City season ticket holder, and uh, this goes through, would you scrap your season ticket, or would you keep going? I'd keep. It. I'm getting. I'm getting uh, seats for against the best players in the world. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of the comments online are people saying that that they're. They're giving up their season tickets and offer this, and I'm thinking like, like what difference does it make? What what league you're in? Uh, if you have a season ticket and you're willing to pay for that to watch them play, like Fulham. Uh, yeah, like the see the British are full of pride, you know. Like even if they even if they could go back in time and like vote against Brexit, like uh, say if all went real terribly real quick and they went back in time, you go like, no, no, glad I did it, glad I did it, don't care, no, no, like. <laughs> They hear bad news and they don't even think about the consequences of their actions. They go like, no, no, don't care. No, can't do that. Can't do that. No, no. Real generalization. Uh, but, you know, we're Irish. I, I feel it's our purpose to do this <laughs> against them. But uh, to my blood. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they'd be stupid to do that. You know, like your, your season ticket is now worth doubling value instead of maybe going through each match in the Champions League you're getting like guaranteed like nine brilliant games not including the Premier League if you're there it's selling season tickets already before it's even started silly Ballo that's silly uh, <laughs> alright so uh, getting overall summary of uh, your thoughts about it then to finish up Oh, just <laughs> just do it <laughs> just do it we'll see what happens if you're really if it's really bad after a year fine scrap it like it's not the end of the world just go back 
and you know give him a little punishment try it for a year we'll see maybe it's brilliant you know we don't know unless we try uh, your way of coming back from that yeah that's my way of coming that's, a, that's my way of evening the playing field so no one gives out to me <laughs> give it a go right well I think uh, I can see like the positive ideas behind it but uh, overall I think it's uh, it's not the best idea um, I'm, I'm just I'm more surprised by how like far ahead they seem to actually be with planning for it but uh, I don't know I don't think they expected such a bad reaction and uh, I think uh, they'll either totally back down or I think they'll kind of do what you're saying and uh, do a trial and base it off that uh, but like there's a lot of money already committed like JP Morgan have committed three and a half billion to this uh, so I don't know what happens to that if they scrap it at this stage so it nearly feels like they might have to test it out Mm, like they've doubled down so much like as soon as there's an announced that they signed the papers everyone's giving out giving out a shot and then it's just like and everyone's confirmed we have places and we're getting more investment <laughs> like I just like from like Sky, following Sky Sports and all and then just having the Spectre Index on Twitter like it's giving out giving out then a bit of news that's progressing even more giving out giving out just a cycle of that it just seems to be pushing on Thinking, well, who's not gonna see these great players? <laughs> <laughs> I am really enjoying the uh, like Sky Sports have clearly said to all their pundits, like, you just have to tear into this. Like, if this happens, this like destroys the value of what Sky are getting out of the Premier League, and uh, that's uh, like, there's no way that 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 they're not telling. Like Gary Neville and all, they're like they're just t- telling him, just come out of it, just do whatever, uh, because they they want people to to feel the backlash or to give a bit of backlash to it then um, and kind of follow in their footsteps. But like it's a hundred percent, it's purely because uh, Sky just lose money if, if this happens. It's nothing to do with whether it's a good idea or not. That's actually a brilliant point, and I think that's why Roy Keane isn't vocal about it at all. Because I think I, I say if he wasn't told to say anything, he'd go mad about it. Because but because someone said in Sky Sports, Roy, go crazy about this. This is terrible. He said, "Okay, I'll do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> do it for me though." <laughs> he's just like not as into it because he's not doing it for himself. He's just going like, "Nah, nah, not right, not right." Whereas usual, usual Roy that we all know and love would just went crazy about that. And he would have loved someone to say, oh, what about this? They go, no, 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 no. <laughs> a lot of lads have a lot of ignorant attitudes like that. Just go, no, no, don't care, no. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, urgent news alert today. Jose Mourinho sacked. What? What? Yeah, so uh, what's your uh, thoughts on that? Was it <laughs> is he... Is he going to be scooped up he's nearly going to be scooped up by someone in the Super League uh, coming up uh, he he wasn't doing great but <laughs> I think it had something to do with everyone ripping the piss out of Tottenham uh, <laughs> like uh, being in the Super League in the first place going like, these are a terrible team and they're just hearing that going oh alright <laughs> because we have to change things around I guess we we haven't won the Premier League in ever have they ever won the Premier League they haven't won a league title since 1960 or something 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's really, really hey, terrible. In the last they, in the last twenty years or something, they've won or it might be more, it might be like twenty three years, they've won like two league cups. That's it. And they're always just in the mix. And barely in the mix. Like, uh, they're just like an annoying little buzz in the background, like. See, like I don't know how how much I can value your words here, Valo, being an Arsenal supporter. You're meant to hate them, aren't you? Uh, well, Arsenal, um, if if Arsenal get to the Europa League final, I don't know if they've been kicked out or what, but if they do, I think that means they've been to 10 finals in 10 years. Oh, is, is the Champions League and uh, the, the Europa being cancelled there or what? Uh, I don't think anyone knows, really. I think if Anton, um They'll either just have to play it as normal, or um, they'll let the, they'll just put the non-English teams through, uh, or like the non-participating uh, teams through. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't fully know. Uh, I don't think it's been confirmed. Like, but uh, this is the other thing. So not all of the clubs, I don't think, but definitely Man United and Arsenal that I've seen have left the European Club Association, which is basically like the all the clubs that can be in like the Champions League and all that. Um, so like, it seems pretty real uh, that it's going to happen because of that. Like, I don't think they can just leave now and then uh, in like a couple of months be like, ah, no, we're going to Champions League next season. We'll, we'll come back. Like, But Val, the main thing is, and loyal listeners will know that I have a bet for an English team to win the Europa <laughs> and the Champions League. Well, what happens now? Um, well, uh, potentially that bet could be null and void if if they're shoved out of the competition. You know, if if it's never allowed to be no cash out. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not going to your cash out right now. Oh, just as I see this, the equalised against Liverpool. It's one all. Oh, very good. Uh, but so, like, I don't really think they can do that because if they do that, they're basically just giving the Champions League to PSG. Like, how, unless they bring all the teams that lost the, the quarterfinals, but they can't do that. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I can't. I can't see how they can just scrap the Champions League this season. Like, you have to finish it out. Yeah, come on. Like, if you could finish things out. Uh, with COVID knocked around yeah finish things off with a little bit of controversy at least go out with a bang and let my beck ride out but come on if they let it finish they might uh, they might try uh, let's say sway in PSG's favour ooh they do have the power but uh, you know with it's actually unbelievable that in the super the super league uh, that Arsenal man you were going into it and they're they're into Europe it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Arsenal coming what ninth kind of embarrassing yeah um, as, I, as I've always said like we've known all season there's no point uh, finishing top four because there's we're not going to be in the league next year so uh, we're not too worried about league form this season you know uh, playing possum at the moment and uh Come back stronger for the Super League. Mm, you said that, but I don't believe you believe the words. 
he's a pretty cat. <laughs> I don't know how to fix you because it seems like he's been playing like that for years now. Uh, so, all right, we'll, we'll leave that at that. And anyways, Jose, where's Jose going? Uh, I can't see him getting a... I, okay, the, the, the only kind of team I could actually see going from is if, for some reason, Madrid got rid of Zidane. Uh, the rumour was a couple of years ago they were close to bringing him back to, to Madrid. Uh, but other than that, I can't see any top team taking him other than like him becoming the Portugal manager. You know, where, you know where I think he's going? I think he's going to Wolves. All them Portuguese players fit right in. Yeah, but that's because of your man Nuno, who's a... Uh, I can't see them sacking him. Like, why would Marino want to go there? Because he likes being a manager. I remember he was saying when he couldn't get a job for ages that he just has fallen out in love with football completely. And he doesn't like it anymore unless he's managing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Wolves are a bit too far down the pecking order. Yeah, they they could. Uh, yeah, Portugal would be a good show. But um, I don't know if there's even odds up yet for where he's going to go. Uh, actually, I'll do a little Google. Jose New. There's a. I don't know if there's any real openings. Like, no manager is really struggling right now. He's talking hard there. Yeah, I'm live. <laughs> go, 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 go. Uh, I think no, well, he's not going to replace Sam Allardyce, anyways. <laughs> he's doing a stellar job. Uh, Juventus, number one. Taking over Pearls. Can't take over Pearl, though. Well, to be fair, they've been. He's not done a good job. So, uh, hey. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a whole there? Let me uh, just look up how to do it. Rope. I tell you. Uh, I, oh, did it lose? Did, did it lose your day? Yeah, are they coming for it? Hey, that's Champions League spot. You know, and. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Perlo's gotten them into the Champions League for the next decade, so wouldn't worry about it too much uh, yeah. We, I've, I've got a list of the Harry Powers uh, six most likely. Okay, just mm-hmm. want a quick yes or no from you on each of these. All right, uh, Portugal national team. Yes. Juventus. No. Porto. Yes, but I don't know how Porto are doing. I'm not. I'm unsure about that one. Uh, any MLS team? No. No, he's better than that. Come on. Uh, I could see him doing this just for the glory. Uh, Celtic. No. Uh, he, that For him to be in the Scottish League seems like a real downfall. No, no diss to it. It's just a two-team league. You know, so... And, and the standard takes a drop fast. That's what the scores tell me, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but I could just see him just being like, oh, "I'll just win a few trophies again." Yeah, uh, last uh, the England national team. Oh, he would love that. The press all over him the whole time. He just has to go to any game he wants to pick out his favorite players. He would love that, but I wouldn't like to see him there because uh, he would probably be good. He'd probably pick the right players where Southgate <laughs> is not. You probably would just like. Try to be one of the lads, like say, okay, no. Oh no, no, no. He would. He's the boss. He's the, he's the special one. Like realistically, the England team need to center the whole team around Grealish. I think 
Like, he's just too good. Yeah, and uh, he's barely, like, he's only literally started getting played under Southgate. That's how stupid Southgate. Yeah. Who else do they have in the middle instead? Henderson? Uh, they'd usually start with Henderson and Rice uh, deeper, and then uh, Mason Mount in front of them. Grealish is better than two of them put together. <laughs> I like it. It's really you should be playing two more kind of forward playing midfielders. Like, no one needs to be playing two defensive midfielders. So you can mount and like, yeah. like it, it's a scary thought a team with like Grealish, Rashford and Sterling all on the same team. It's just pace and skill attacking it from all angles. And probably clinical finisher like Verdi up top. Like that's <laughs> that whole diamond unbelievable. Verdi's retired from the England team. Did he? Uh, he's pretty much retired. He basically said, like, uh, you aren't picking me, I'm, I'm done. But what if they do pick him, see? See now? See how it changed around? What if they do pick him? Who's, who's there instead of him? Harry Kane! Oh, that greedy bastard. In <laughs> fairness, Harry's a bit greedy as well, but Harry Harry's annoying how, how greedy he is. <laughs> and everyone thinks he's unreal. He's very good. He's not unreal. He's a bad. What? No, I just. I think Verity's better than Harry Kane on most days. And people might fight me on that, but I'll fight you right back. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before you start any scraps, uh, I think we should move on because I think you've got a little pitch for us, have you? A pitch? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, hey, I was just thinking with the whole Super League uh, that, you know, why not entertain the idea of that in another sport? And I know this would get a lot of hate for anyone that does play this, from anyone who does play the sport, but God, God hasn't been changed at all in years. And like, no one gets paid or anything. Hey, that's great. I love that. All right, it's unreal. But hey, what if we threw a little bit of American Americanization into it? I don't mean just making a team in New York. I mean, uh, if there was say GA and then just like I don't know a GA A plus or something, where the players might get paid a little bit. And where there's drafts for lads in like uh, like co- uh, college coming out, like lads in DCU, like and have sc- scouts coming from all over the country. And when I say all over the country, everyone lives about three hours or any sure. It's not like you're taking a flight somewhere. You know, it's, to move somewhere is uh, to move somewhere else in the country isn't a, a big deal nowadays with remote uh, working and everything. It is kind of possible for people to move around. The only thing is club football would kind of stop that so you nearly have to leave your club to play for this team but like the GAA leagues I feel are not run as well as the championship I feel I I, I, I know barely anything about this so I think it's a cool <laughs> idea I just came up with <laughs> but GAA leagues are not run as, a, as good as a championship is it's not a big a deal at all. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe the GAA would play a championship instead of GAA leagues. 
put in this kind of draft system uh, yeah. where people can be drafted to counties. Uh, on a county level here. So, for example, if uh, you know if the number one pick is from uh, Galway and uh, Dublin somehow, I don't know, were somehow gifted the number one pick, uh, I don't know how that would happen, but uh, <laughs> like, would this lab in Galway actually be expected to want to play for Dublin? Uh, yeah, but pretty much it'd be a team made up of like lads from all over the country. It'd just be based on that. So, but like, I could easily see why someone, like, say from Dublin, gets drafted out to Leitrim. They're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live there. Like, I, I get that. But yeah, you know, uh, I also also like the idea, the idea of decentralization, and this might help that, where you get people who are just like, oh, I really like Claire. I really like Claire these days. I'm gonna go watch them. Helps the Claire economy wherever. Like just as an example, spreads it out. Spreads out a little bit. And instead, of just having main capitals being unreal. Uh, so, what do you think of that, fellow? Uh, I think to be fair, something probably does have to be done um, about the competitive balance. Uh, I think weren't they talking about kind of splitting up Dublin? Um, oh yeah, that's or, not gonna happen. But like, even if they did that, surely that just mean that it's two Dublins uh, dominating everything. Um, it doesn't really change much, does it? So. I don't know. Um, if somebody wanted to go on a mad one and uh, switch things up, try and make it more competitive, it could be a show. But uh, I think there's absolutely a zero percent chance of any players buying into that. Yeah. So you need more bog standard lads who wouldn't mind <laughs> a little payout. <laughs> this would be like, um, uh, I don't know, say. Um, in the in in America in the, in the MLS that's like the main league and there's a division it's not even a division it's like a whole different league below that called the NASL the North American Soccer League right are you basically saying like this would be the NASL and it would have yeah. rules different and there's no way that teams can go from like the NASL to the MLS so this is purely separate that's what you're after here purely separate yeah. I also love the idea of a GAA combine, you know, how it like kicking over the bar for a 45 and our coaches surrounding it, like, Jesus, that's good. <laughs> and like the idea of our coaches is going, oh, Jesus, fucking, I didn't do that. I didn't do that, nobody. No. <laughs> It'd be more <laughs> stupid things though, like with, with that. It'd probably be like, how many sacks of spuds can you carry 100 meters or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Egg and spoon race, everything. It'd be very old-fashioned because it's just still out lads running that sport. So you might as well keep, keep it like that. <laughs> uh, what else would be in there? You know, like how, how fast can you do a sprint a 40-yard, 40 40-meter 40 dash and uh, solo in the ball? No bouncing. No bouncing. <laughs> how many, uh, many carrots can you pull up in 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. No relevance. <laughs> How <laughs> quick and you're going down to the shop to get me a pack of carols. <laughs> <laughs> good man, good man yourself. <laughs> in a, yeah, like a little underground league. Uh, I can see people doing it for the crack. Like you, you go after the um, the lads that kind of maybe played minors for the county, but never would have a look in at actual county. Yeah, sure it is. 
there's plenty of lads who say that you know like have that story of oh I played Meyer didn't quite make it into the senior team or uh, scraped by and they still love the sport and they just played for the club but you know county's there for them lads too if they if they want to implore this sort of thing <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a I don't think I don't think it's a crazy idea uh, in fact I think it's a very fun idea <laughs> it just, I, I could just see it being mad and just like Oh, you have some. You have a brilliant full forward coming out of DCU. I'll give you and lads, lads really don't really. Uh, lads don't get how draft picks work, and just don't teach them. And just go. I'll give you anything. I'll give you anything for that lad. I want three first round picks. Have them. Grant, Grant, lovely, lovely. <laughs> and it'd be it'd be uh, what's the word? Well, it's all just. Oh, I'm hiring my friend or something like a coach's a, a coach's friend could just say oh he's a good lad he's a good lad he'll do well for you go he will alright I'll get it'll <laughs> yeah. be good it'll be good there'd definitely be a steep learning curve with uh, draft picks like in the you probably know more of the NFL but definitely in the NBA like it's in the last four or five years they really learned like don't just throw away a draft pick like <laughs> Yeah, lads that need to learn that sharpish. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe they'll just refuse to learn. That that seems to be a trend where lads just uh, no, 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 no. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I want him. I want him playing for my team. <laughs> um, I will say that I I do like the idea, but uh, I think it goes against everything the gas dancer. I, I think it does too. You know, <laughs> live the live the revolution. <laughs> uh, embrace embrace new ideas. But, uh, hopefully, someone with a bit of power hears this and says, well, "I'm going to do that." Uh, you'd have to make deals with colleges of saying, "We'll take that lad," like so that you can go and see their games and like take notes. I think. Not the worst idea. Not the worst. Uh, we'll we'll see if we get any feedback from the the listeners about that. <laughs> probably death threats. Probably see a a steep a steep uh, fall in followers and listeners. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, really yeah. steep hot uh, rise and just <laughs> people giving out to us in the street. Um, yeah. What else is there? Uh, yeah, in the NBA, um, he's on fire, but we say that every week because he just is. Uh, but <laughs> I sent you something there about Dame Lillard. And uh, some guy has said in a tweet, Dame, how is your hamstring? He's injured right now. I need, I need you guys to win 42 games this year or I lose my house. Huge fan, even if I'm in the, in the mansion or homeless. Uh, America, I just like start off by saying Americans are crazy and Dame Lillard just said back say less <laughs> whether that's a diss like I don't care or oh yeah no problem I'll do that for you it remains to be seen there are 16 games left and they have to win 10 more uh, so what are the odds of this happen what are the odds that he's going to be homeless by the well, I'll just I'll quickly look up uh, their schedule and I'll see. I'll just name all the games and say whether I think they can win that. 
Um, now, bearing in mind, I've no idea when Lillard is coming back. Okay, so you just count up how many I say a win for. Okay, because we need ten, right? Next game is against the Clippers. That's a loss. Okay, okay. so Clippers is a loss. Okay. Nuggets loss. Grizzlies win. Okay, and then they play the Grizzlies again. So that's two wins against the Grizzlies. I'm saying. Oh, one row. Okay, a win against the Pacers. Ooh. a win against the Grizzlies again I don't know why they're playing three times but uh, this is looking at his house a loss against the Nets Shit. a loss against the Celtics well that one really depends on if Lillard's back Lillard's back they have a good chance but the Celtics are hitting a bit of form so on current form I'm going Celtics um, okay. a win against the Hawks a win against the Cavs a loss against the Lakers. Um, ooh, a win against the Spurs. A win against the Rockets. A loss against the Jazz. A a win against the Suns. And a loss against the Nuggets. He's on nine. So that Celtics game is going to be huge. Celtics game uh, the Suns game is a 50-50 as well like they could lose that as well but uh, I was, I'm, I'm trying to be generous here I'm trying to get this lad's house back <laughs> this guy uh, I wonder if this is a common thing in America where people just bet it all you do see like in America someone go like, it's a common thing to hear go oh I lost my entire life savings <laughs> what are you doing betting your entire life savings on anything Idiot, like, <laughs> like it's just all speculation. I'm sure some work out. I'm sure they're f- the people who say that they're f- it worked out for their friends, so it must work out for me. <laughs> but he is just betting on basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are extreme athletes on either side of that court, and you're just saying, "Huh, I think I like Dame. I I like Dame too, but I'm not. I'm not gonna put everything on him." <laughs> I don't like him that much. It's, it's insane. Lads are what? Trying to retire. Do you not like the grind? We grind. <laughs> be we grind we're taking from the end of the season, I'd say. Yeah. Once we get back on that road, we'll, uh, we just better not fumble the bag, as they say these days. <laughs> uh, okay. I think... Um, yeah, well, well, 50 minutes already. So I think we'll start looking into our Road 2000. And, you know, we will have to adapt very soon because the Premier League is coming to an end and uh, it's looking like we'll be betting on basketball, maybe baseball. Uh, we'll see. I, I really like basketball overs. If you go into alternative, uh, alternative to- total point handicaps, you don't go for the evens. You go for red the one to two shot there. It's, it's looking good most of the time. In fact, that's what I might just do. But I have to look into games that are on this weekend. And I will know total points. I'll just say, go on to alternative and check where it says one to two. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's a bold move, Cotton, but it pays off for him. That's a quote from Dodgeball. Great film. Um, yeah, well, uh, if you're if you're ever betting on something like that um, with an NBA game, the over 
as we as you found out the other week, is probably the best option because if game goes to overtime, uh, it's pretty much guaranteed hitting over, uh, and a game has to be won in the NBA. So you kind of have a it's probably like a sixty forty shot of winning. Mm-hmm. I see a revenge game on Saturday. I see the Brooklyn Nets against the Boston Celtics. If you see an over, if I'm going to say, if you could get like 218 there, because I'm looking at the Celtics and your man, your man did a great job the other night, Jason Tatum. He got 44 points. Mark Steph Curry all the way. And Steph got 47 points. All right, Celtics won, but that's the kind of overs we're looking for. Okay, that's the kind of great scoring we're looking for. And you have someone like Jason Tatum, and you have guys on the other side of the court like Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Now, I don't know if KD is back here or not, but these are the high scores we want to hear about. Okay, so uh, I might actually put up a story when that comes because the way Paddy Power works is there's so many basketball games that you can't see them until like they're a day or two away so I might just put up on the story of what the bet's going to be what are you thinking Val? so for that game uh, you're not going to get the over under being at 218 um, probably be more than 230 <laughs> yeah. like, um, if it's 230 it's it's definitely possible. Uh, like, it's very, pretty much every team hits at least 100 points now in every single game. Uh, like, it's obviously occasionally they don't, but in general they will. Uh, when two top teams are playing against each other, and especially a team as good offensively as the Nets, you're, you're not like, you're expecting the Nets themselves to at least have 110, uh, if not more. Uh, and the Celtics are also pretty strong. Uh, in terms of attack so yeah I'd say that's going to be at least two, over 230 probably even up as high as up to over 240 Jesus so we might be looking for a steal on this one uh, that's that's actually a good pun as well in basketball if you're unfamiliar uh, they steal the ball that's a phrase they use anyways Valo come on um, okay so your your basically your pick is going to be uh, watch our story <laughs> yeah, check it out keep an eye alright so I have no idea what sort of odds I'm looking for here um, so the kind of bets I've been looking at um, go through our main leagues we always like looking at the Bundesliga um, RB Leipzig are playing against Stuttgart um, who are no good basically and um, You'd obviously be looking at Leipzig to win that game. Um, you're looking at Bayern are playing Mainz, so um, there's not really any like um, not not really any value uh, in Bayern because Mainz are like down the bottom of the league. Um, and for Leipzig to beat Stuttgart, it's one to three. So I would have needed probably for you to have a kind of uh, quite a week. Quite strong. Yeah, sure. um, so the other team in the Bundesliga I was looking at was um, much and glad back to be Armenia Bielefeld. Uh, it's four to nine, so it's decent odds. But Armenia have actually been in a bit of form. They, they um, 
think did they draw or did they beat uh, Munich the other day? Uh, oh, I can't find it quickly, but uh, yeah, they, they've done pretty well so far or of late. So I don't want to go for that. So I was thinking of a bit of a riskier pick out of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So tonight has maybe like I was kind of waiting to see what the result was tonight between Leeds and Liverpool because the bet I was looking at was Leeds against United on Sunday and no no no. so here's the thing United are in really strong form Um, Leeds up up until the last few weeks Leeds were known for obviously leaking in the goals but they have been a lot more solid lately so everything we thought at Leeds is nearly gone out the window because they pretty much will concede a goal in every single game. But um, like games are more ending like with just one goal for the opponent rather than it used to be like going to get like two or three and then you know could Leeds outscore them. But um, let me tell you something about Man U now when they played against Burnley just there, they should have let in a lot more goals. They definitely should have. Your man Henderson in the net was just a wild cannon like he was coming out for every ball he had a cap on it he came out and tried to header it realised he had a cap on halfway <laughs> halfway through and just kind of stopped and jumped at it it was uh, it was worrying to say the least for Manu yeah I'm not going to lie like it is a risky bet um, right? hey, what, what's up with uh, Brighton to beat Sheffield United Sheffield have nothing to play for anymore Brighton are hitting good form Um. Yeah, but that involves Brighton scoring a goal. That's the issue there. Brighton, uh, not been known for him, no. Uh, let me check it out. Um, like, yeah, Brighton should obviously be Sheffield, but I can't, I can't trust Brighton. Um, they just... <clears throat> they've known that you're going to look at it and say he's he's going to score the goals from them uh, like they're so unreliable um, I wouldn't put on I wouldn't be banking on that one, you know mm. and they're playing against Chelsea tomorrow I could, I could see him getting a draw against Chelsea but I mean Newcastle when, what happened last time they played they actually they always tend to be low scoring games she- Sheffield games and Brighton yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't see where the goals are coming from here. So, uh, the odds are decent. You have eight to eleven odds on that. Ooh. Yeah, for United against Leeds, just seventeen to twenty. So, like, that's a. I feel much more confident in United to be Leeds than Brian to be Sheffield. Now, I shouldn't because of where Sheffield are. But uh, that's just my quote. What if I told you unders for Sheffield and Brighton is six to ten? Sixth under what? Under two point five. So it has to be under three. That's not a bad one. Yeah. I'd nearly I'd nearly do that. Uh if you were gonna pick something else. Unless you don't like that. Unless you like it, whichever. That's a, I don't like betting an under it was we discussed before, but uh We hate it, but like last week we both got a nil all draw. <laughs> <laughs> um it is decent, Oslo. Tell you what, forget the basketball. I'm going for that one. <laughs> Screw it. Okay, so that's your one. All right, so, well, I'm not going to go with United then because that puts us way over what we need. 
Mm. Um, all right, so hold on, because I'm going to have to pivot here. Uh, no, I don't trust that. Uh, no, that's a real lack of trust in this Premier League stuff. We're going into a different tournament. Uh, one that I had been looking at earlier until I looked up the odds was in the uh, Ligue 1, French League. Uh, oh. <clears throat> so Ren are in flying form um, and they're playing bottom of the table so like obviously that's a natural one to look at but it's only 2-7 to seven, so I'm just going to see if that uh, combines with your own to bring us up there um, don't think it oh. it'll be in and around it so it might just, might just you know what with, with my one if you yeah. want to put in if you want to put an inter at 1-3 uh that would make it an evens with mine. Um, well, no, this one works. Ren, um, Ren at 2-7 to seven and Chef Ella Brighton under 2.5 goals brings you 1.06 to 1. So, we're oh, yeah. making the people the money. Uh, we're making a bit of money. That, that's what we do here. Uh, we make that's a little bit of money. It's uh, yeah okay I, I like that I like the you know we're going against the grain here normally it's our status quo never to go for unders and you know if this under comes in we might be doing it a bit more often okay I'll say that much you come out okay. ranges <laughs> oh, better not like if today Leeds and Liverpool were one off so who's scoring more in a game Leeds against Liverpool or Brighton against Sheffield? <laughs> uh, well, it better not be Brighton against Sheffield, let's say that. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to look at one more thing before we wrap this up. How much has Sheffield even scored? Very Both those teams have rubbish strikers, basically. Mm. Okay. Mm, yeah, they haven't scored in ages. Well, they scored against Leeds, actually. Uh, God. Oh, dude. You know what? We have this. We have this. <laughs> this easy money. Easy money. Okay. Uh, so we wrap this up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, some good stuff. Good, good work in there. Good work. And uh, hopefully better luck. There'll be something in the news about that GAA drafting. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll see you later. All right, go on. Bye-bye.